Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And we coming from our basement to your headphones, barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome into another season of the Podcastianos. We're back, Eric. I got my jazz hands out. It's 2018. You know what that means? Do I? It means baseball is here soon, but don't get too excited. It's not going to be good baseball. (laughs) I'm Jordan Hall. He's Eric Wayne. And you say that, but I feel like the one goal for this show for this year is to try and keep this season fun for all of you Tigers fans out there. Does that that feel like too much to ask of us? We're going to put the FU in fun this year. It's just going to be so good. We're going to have a good time whether you want to or not. That's right. You don't really have a choice in the matter. If you're, if you're nope. listening to us, you you will have fun. Yep. Um, so it's been a long time since we, we recorded. The last time I think it was before Christmas. It was our Ho 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 episode, um, which is most episodes for you but um, and Tish. Uh, so how the heck have you been? You know, I'm living my best life. I really am. Uh, I'm doing a lot of uh, snow blowing these days and shivering. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, as many of you know, I live in Traverse City, which a lot of people consider South Canada. But you guys actually got blasted downstate with all of the snow and whatnot. And it's – I kid you not, its it's been sunny here the last like three or four days. We're the ones for once that made out without you know just getting absolutely blasted with snow. It's been nice. Life's good and Michigan's pinky. Yeah. Uh, I was I have in my notes to ask you, did you have a good winter? And then I thought to myself, like, in no way is winter over yeah. yet. So I'm not exactly sure why that's that's something that I would I would ask. Are you ready for spring? How about that? Yeah, yes. So Evan, our friend Evan Woodbury and some of the other Tigers writers tweeted the first, you know, spring training pictures. And it just makes you happy. Like spring might be coming. In one of the videos, I heard birds. Birds were chirping. <laughs> Like like life exists. They they do exist somewhere. Not not here, yes. but but somewhere. Somewhere. So I think it's really interesting. Uh, I feel like we can get into this a little bit in more depth later. Um, but so this is going to be a different season for us. Uh, this is our third year doing the show, and in each of the last two years, we went into the season with relative expectations of making the playoffs, maybe doing something when we're there. Less so last year, but certainly more the year before. 
um, it's going to be a very different mindset going into this year. Are you any less or maybe more excited for spring training than usual? Um, well, I'm a nerd, right? We're diehards, or at least I am. Like, I hang on the Tigers no matter what, and I'm going to enjoy it no matter what. But, yeah, it, it doesn't have the punch of, you know, even thinking about maybe sneaking into a wild card spot or something like that. I mean, so many things would have to align for us to get even close to that. I mean, the most exciting part is you hope a couple of players play well so you can trade them off. It's like, oh, they're so good, and we're and they're gone you know so uh it definitely does has a different vibe but i will tell you that an exceedingly bad team can be as much fun as a mediocre team i, I think a, a bad team can be more fun than a mediocre team it's yeah, like sure. at least you're uh you have almost the comedy of you know the gallows humor of, of yes of, what, are, what are we going to do tonight yeah Exactly. Which we had. So, let's, we'll let's not lie. We had a point last year. Oh, had, well, had many, yeah. Many points oh, last year. The last month of the season last year was poor. But I, as as many of you know, um, I'm I'm coming into this season as excited as any other. We're gonna get to see a lot of our our favorite pitchers work with a good, solid pitching coach that comes in with a good reputation. Um, mm-hmm. Like Gardy said today, we're going to play the right way, you know, whatever, whatever that means. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's it, I, I last year's team I found to be extremely frustrating and just just dull for the most part. Like, I don't think we're going to be good, but I do. I don't think there's going to be too awfully many nights that are going to be dull, uh, you know, for better or worse. It's going to be it's going to be a ride, I think. But, mostly worse but grass is green uh you know down down there not up here and you know hope springs eternal i'm ready for spring training i'm, re- I'm ready yeah. to get down to this um, be hopeful it's yeah, fine there's there's plenty of time to to get down later <laughs> yeah, um, we can we can wallow in misery soon enough yeah so have you been enjoying the winter olympics that started a couple days ago um yeah yeah how, how many hours of, of olympics have you consumed so far i'm kind of curious about that well, since it's on just like, you know, normal TV, like network TV, it's one of those things where you just like throw it on and go about your life. And it's kind of like happy background. And I'm comfortable with that. You know, you kind of, you know, you're uh, doing the dishes or you're picking up or whatever. And it's kind of in the background. So I, I enjoy that. I was curious. I wasn't sure if I could see you being a total Olympics nerd, like being all into everything. Well, there's some things I certainly get into more than others. Like the skating, the figure skating, I'm just not feeling it. I love the skiing. I, I'm a skier. I, like uh, So when I was a young teenager, that was a big thing. We like to ski. So I like to watch a lot of the skiing events, the downhill, the moguls, stuff like that. Oh, okay. I get it. So let's get into the leadoff question. What is your favorite Olympics or winter ex- uh, Olympic sport? Yeah, yeah, definitely the alpine skiing. And alpine is the the kind that goes down, not across. <laughs> across is the Nordic. Down is the alpine. And alpine, the A is like a little mountain, so that helps you remember. <laughs> At least it so, should. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or you can and remember curling... that you know, Alps are mountains. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Nords are. Nord, so. like the the people from Scandinavia. I think you do know what they are. Anyway, Nords, uh, and the curling is a close second. Shout out to our friend Matt. Of course, you know 
who is carrying the flag for all curlers everywhere. I, I like to watch the curling. There's different iterations of the curling. Yeah. Uh, with the, the mixed doubles and all this stuff. So every time I have to kind of relearn the curling a little bit, but I like to watch the curling. How about you, Hall? What are you watching? Um, so I have there, – there's a there's a couple sports that really get me going for the Winter Olympics. Like you say, the, the figure skating, I want none of it. I feel like anything that needs to be judged – I, you know, it's all subjective. Whatever you you can have that. The how cool of the snowboarding tricks. I don't I don't get that kind of stuff. But right. this is the, there's one thing I actually watched it today with Whitney, and she wasn't such a fan of it, but I was. The one thing that really gets me going is the biathlon. Um, yeah, I love the idea of the creation of the sport. Like there was a bunch of dudes in the room thinking, okay, let's have them ski for a long time. And then, I don't know, maybe, like, have them shoot a gun or something. And then if they miss, they have to ski around this, like, penalty loop. Yeah, let's let's have that be a thing. But, I don't, like, it I It reminds the... me of chess boxing. Have you ever heard of chess boxing? <laughs> yes. It's, it's got to like that. We're going to beat the crap out of each other. And then, oh, we're going to think and, you know, do something strategic. But I think it's yeah, kinda... it's a weird mix. I think the shooting is kind of cool, though. Whitney, Whitney actually um, told me it's like shooting a free throw, which is a perfect, you know, you're running up and down the floor playing defense. You know, you've been skiing for, I don't know, the whole thing lasted like a half hour. So you ski for what, like eight or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you have to, like, calm yourself, set and, you know, hit this tiny little target. I thought it was, I don't know, it's interesting. You, you know. should do something like that, you know, every mile that you run. Gotta shoot and then you should, um, I don't know, play some ping pong or something, yeah. you know. Well, I don't know. I was thinking the, the number one finisher uh, for Americans in the sport was like 18th or 19th. I'm like. Yeah, we can't keep up. Well, what if I'm the guy that was supposed to be, yeah. you know, challenging? Maybe that's what I'll I'll do for, you know. I don't know who has the Olympics in four years, but I don't see any reason why I couldn't pick up both cross-country skiing and shooting and learn, you know, learn them both in time to be at the next Olympics. That seems about right. I'm looking forward to things I shot alongside of the road while skiing <laughs> segment this year. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall 23. Eric is at Comeric Eric. And the show is at Podcastianos. On the Instagram, I have the fire travel and other pictures. I'm going to be down in spring training. So you'll probably want to follow me for that. Uh, I You're am a at... regular Rick Steves these days. Yeah. And actually, Whitney got me the uh, the box set of Rick Steves for my birthday. So I, I was pretty pumped about that. Mentor. Yeah, definitely. Uh, my Instagram is at Jordino4. J-O-R-D-I-N-H-O and then the number four. You have an Instagram. I don't remember what it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Facebook.com backslash podcastianos. And we would love it if you would take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or however else you're listening to the show. Um, If you do, take a screenshot of your review, tweet it to us, and uh, we'll read it out on on next week's show, and we can have some, some fun with that. Some lols, as the kids say. That's you spell it L O L Z. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Janos. So let's jump right into it here, Eric. Um, some business has happened since the last time we recorded, but I think the headliner, of course, was the uniform changes. Um, this is the most important thing to me. Out it's with so the important. silly round top and in with that pointed old English <sighs> D. Um, matches the D on the cap. So that is something. That That is something. I have either reasonable or unreasonable rage about this, depending on your perspective. Okay, so not everybody knew this, evidently, but the hat D 
and the jersey D do not match, right? You now, said now it, the jersey D, well, they didn't before. Right. Yes. Um, so um, I, we're just going to unsing ceremoniously kick jersey D to the curb that served us so well for all these years? Did it? Like, see it? Yeah. What? Come on. I love I love How many jersey World D. Series did we win with that jersey D? Like two. Okay, so so it does date back that far. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure. All right, yeah, all right, fair sure. enough. I, um, I now retract I will, my, my questioning of it then. Well, I will concede the point that Cap D is superior to Jersey D. I certainly. I, I like the pointiness of it, but I like the idiosyncraticness, idiosyncrasy. See, I don't of the unmatching D's. It pisses me off that it was ever not the same. Who thought, hey, let's have different ones? Like, how does that make sense to anybody? I don't, you know, I don't care. Well, they're both fine. Like, they're both relatively similar. But they should match, and they should have matched. It, I'm stunned at how many people never knew or didn't notice. Even people who are in this world, like, they didn't notice. You noticed? Did you notice? What I didn't did you notice. I'm, I'm not real, what one might say, observant, though, just of things in general. So that doesn't super surprise me. So I'm to me this seemed like a solution in need of a problem. <laughs> it did. And now and to me like you could be a little jaded and think maybe they did this just to sell a lot more jerseys. And you know maybe cuz there's some corporate or business reasons they want to consolidate their typography and strengthen their hashtag brand <laughs> and you know for trademark reasons or whatever i to me it was quaint and fun that the d's didn't match and you can have there's room enough for two d's yeah some, sometimes there is sometimes there isn't room for two d's yeah um i, I question you know you brought up the the jersey sales uh, baseball jersey sales can't really be that big of a thing, right? Like they're so expensive, and I feel like nobody nobody actually looks good in a baseball jersey. I don't know. I feel like Whatever, that... dude. Baseball jersey is top one out of the four major sports. Well, that's because sure. that's because the number one isn't in the four major sports. There, soccer. There is nothing better than a a, a great soccer yeah. shirt that fits perfectly. That, that brings life right. together. I, I like the, if I right. But any, right. anyway. So it's it's top two out of five. There you go. Still, it's good. Um, so I I don't know. I am still a little bitter about it. We had it all these years. It served us well. It's iconic. And now we're changing it for no particular good reason. Everybody else that I've talked to has been like, what's the big deal? It's a big deal to me. I care. And if one person cares, then that's, you know, that's some th those are clicks that they got for having having done it. Also, they've changed the uniform D, which looks unnormal and unusual. But they also have enlarged the D on the cap. That the was D the is now mistake. bigger on the it, cap. It looks unproportionate. I think it looks really bad. A lot of people have said it looks like a gas station knockoff. I'm not sure that I'd go that far, but you know, people tend to get a little bit more angry than we do. I, I just think that the, the the way that the D looked before was on the hat. It just fit right. Now it's too much. I like the little D. <laughs> so many, so many jokes. So many jokes. Um, have you seen the new batting practice hat with the uh, the the tiger face on the front? Um, yeah, 
I, mm-hmm. I actually really I think like those good. ones. The problem is, is the the fabric on it is not. It's not like your typical new era. What thirty eight thirty? Those mm. numbers aren't right. I can't remember off the top of yeah. my head. It's um, not wool feeling. Yeah, it, it looks and feels different. Um, it's it don't it looks cheap is to to be honest. That's where it's at. But I I really like the front on that. I kind of wish that it would have would have played out a little bit better. Well, I don't have a choice. I just got to used to it. Because nobody freaking asked me, which is this time. This time, next time. A couple more years of the show, and, and you just never know. Um, yeah. So, Eric, there's some projections out for this coming season, and they are not hashtag uh, great. Uh, Pakoda, as you know, has us projected at 68 and 94, which, I mean, that's not good, but it is two games better than those Royals. So we got something right. going for us. And it's peculiar because Pakoda's got us four games better than last year. How do you figure that? We lose Verlander. We lose uh, Upton. We lose we JD. JD for part of the year. We have no yeah. Ken, no Kinsler. We, we lose Kinsler. And uh, no Justin Wilson. We're, I mean. we're supposed to win four games more. And look at our August. Our August was poor. It was bad. And, you know, Mike Fires and Martin is not picking those wins up for us. To be fair, though, it took us a little ways into the year to get Mikey Matuk into the lineup every day. <laughs> I, I think there's a game we can pick good up. for a couple wins yeah, there. Yeah, at least right there. Um, so uh, I think you have to – I think what they're assuming is that um, the style of play will change a little bit under Garden Hire. Yeah. We'll win a few more closer games. Um, the ro- the rotation has some some bright spots that you know you could say that could be a little bit better than it was last year because Fulmer didn't didn't pitch the whole year last year. You assume True. that he'll throw the majority of the season this year. Um, it is you get rid of Nick's defense at third, and if you if you're able to stash him in right, Candelario plays you a slightly more average defense. Yeah, and Candelario a defender, yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of high on Can- Candelario. Yeah, I, we'll get into. I feel like this is kind of a, a, a storylines show tonight, and maybe next week we'll kind of get into some more specific guys that we're into. But yeah, no, okay. I, I completely yeah. agree. I think Candelario uh, he could make a case for Rookie of the Year this year. I don't see any reason why he couldn't do that. So okay, Pakota's got us 68 wins. You taking the over or the under, Vegas Hall? Well, I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna take the under. I th- oh, for sure. Th- this is what I told my dad. I don't think that we're going to be the worst team in baseball, but I would be shocked if we're better than the second worst team in baseball. I think somebody's going to be worse than us, but I think we're going to give them a ride for for their money there. Yeah, our friend Evan Woodbury says, uh, you know, they're significantly worse than the 64 wins that they were this year. And I can't argue with them. No, right? I, I love that. That is the the first thought of spring training. That, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we are worse than a sixty. So, I, is this a hundred loss team? To me, it is. Probably. To to me, it is. Uh, as kind of hopeful as I was last year, I, I'm a I'm I'm a half empty guy this year. I, I'm not feeling it this year. No, and and that's fine. It will be a, it'll be a different uh, Tigers watching experience. The yeah. the thing that you brought up, and I think this is interesting, is it going to be a different Tigers listening experience? Is anybody going to listen to our show down the stretch? Yeah, I don't know. It's a race to the bottom. 
between this podcast and the Tigers. <laughs> Come on. I no, our podcast might be as fun to listen to as the Tigers are to watch. Maybe that should be our goal. We'll, we'll try and be more fun than the Tigers. Right. Speaking of fun and the Tigers, to me, this team, you know, they're bad, but they're also not very, like, plucky and likable. Like We just don't know the I figures yet. We could fall right. in love with, with Reyes, you know, the, the Rule 5 Victor. pick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We could, you know, maybe Leonis Martin is the new Curtis Granderson as far as, you know, Robin home runs over the, the fence. There's, there's a lot of things that probably won't, but could. I mean, make we us fell in love team. with we fell in love with freaking Romine. So our that's, standards they're, are they're very low. I, yeah, that's a that's a very good point. We're and, very approachable. And we have about 12 guys that could fill that Andrew Romine role. So. I mean, we got lots of we got lots of romines. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> we might not have anybody better. Lots of romines. Um, so let's move on to the caravans and tigers fest. Um, not much of what you might call star power on the caravans or or the tigers fest. Um, and I actually, I, we were we were in Florida when when it happened, but uh, Trammell, Shane Green, and you know future Tigers legend Daniel Stump actually hit Cherry Republic in Traverse City. Oh yeah! And I was bummed when I heard that that was going to be a stop on the caravan, and I'm like, you know, I can't right I can't be there. But then after I saw like that those were the three that were there, and I'm like. Even if I was in town, I don't think it would have been worth it trying to find a, a parking spot downtown to, to actually go in and see them. So, eh, but could you pick Daniel Stump out of a crowd? No, absolutely not. I mean, if you gave him a jersey and a hat, then I'd be like, oh, that's that's probably him with the name Stump on the back. Not a lot of other uh, guys run around with Stump jerseys like yeah. uh, they would Verlander or Cabrera, which reminds me, Stump would be a pretty good jersey to get. I would love me a Stump jersey. Would go well with your current. Yeah. Quinn Berry, Daniel Stump. Those are two good ones. Um, so the the two are still sold out. Uh, or no, excuse me, the the, the tickets for Tigers that. Fest, yeah, still, still sold out, but more slowly. Um, People still waiting in line, doing the Tigers Fest thing. Playing playing Euchre with uh with, with Guardy, which I appreciate that he knows how to play. That's that's something that he needs if he's gonna be managing in this state. It's pretty much a requisite. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Yeah, it was just it just struck me as weird. Like Castellanos was in um was in the West Michigan caravan and they had the the white caps dinner and oh actually it wasn't they didn't even do a dinner this year it was like a fundraiser thing and i i didn't go so i had an opportunity to but i was kind of busy and it just didn't work out but evidently it's just kind of a a more low-key affair and um yeah there's just not as many guys as we know yeah like look at the pictures from it and it's like okay uh who is that now you say their name and you're like okay yeah i know who that is but like we haven't had a lot of exposure to these guys we don't know who they are yet yeah and i think that that's going to make spring training both really interesting and really kind of boring too like we're not going to see national stories on you know how how's miggy doing this spring which we actually might see that one but um you know are you going to get hyped about victor reyes yeah you know we're going to see a lot of games with victor reyes Yes. In the lineup this spring. And we're going to see a lot of games started by Travis Wood and, and Ryan Carpenter. And yep. I tell you what, so we'll probably see two or three Tigers games while we're down there. I guarantee you we're going to see Travis Wood start at least two of them, <laughs> probably all three, which will just be be dynamite. 
but Barbaro or whatever his name is. Bar- Barbado, yeah. He, oh yeah. He's growing on me. Though. He's. Well, I think we should call him the pirate. Is there a reason for that? Bar Barbado. Let's. It sounds like Bar Barbosa. You like, know? Yeah. like Barbados. Sure. Yeah, okay. There you go. I, I'm. I'm kind of buying it. Sure. Why not? So did you see? Uh, Getting into players a little bit here. I, I went off of off script here a little bit, but did you see uh, Evan's article about about the new and improved Drew Verhagen curveball and how that could be the the big the big uh, saving point for him? I'm pumped for Drew. Missed that one, Drew. I, Missed I, that. One. You know, obviously last year was not a great year for Drew, um, but I came into la- the previous season with a lot of faith in him. That there is something in that arm that says to me effective late inning reliever and. I feel like he's another one of those guys that, you know, the Tigers fans seem to think that Chris Basio can just fix everyone. And I think that he's another one that we can go ahead and put in that list. Um, <laughs> right. He's got he's got some inventory to work with. He, he I certainly mean... does. There's a lot of guys that if, you know, a good pitching coach, not to take, you know, anything away from from Doobie, but he doesn't seem to really have improved too awfully many of the guys. Maybe. The I mean, thing there's... is, I, it's so hard to know. You know, we're not in the in the bullpens hearing the advice. If somebody gets better, is it because of the pitching coach? If they get worse, is it because of the pitching coach? I mean, it's so hard to know. There's yeah. natural fluctuation. The bullpens go up and down, except for ours. It just stays just, bad. Just terrible, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's so hard to know. Same thing with the hitting coach. Oh, guys are ripping the cover off the ball. Oh, pad on the back for the hitting coach. They can't hit, fire the guy. You know, it's, who knows? Yeah, that's. I, I, I yeah, I feel like we as a as a fan base have been very quick to you know it's easy to kind of criticize the base coaches, but it is extremely difficult to see what exactly is going on with the various hitting and pitching coaches. So, um, so Jordan Zimmerman, another one that you certainly can throw in that fixed category. Um, sounded like uh, he thought that he was going to be kind of healthy going into the year, but this is the exact Evan Woodbury uh, quote. Zim's original plan was to get through the entire season without another injection. You know, this is me adding. He had one today or recently in his back, but not his neck. Um, But his doctors thought that it would be unlikely. Best case scenario would be getting uh, next shot at the All-Star break so he doesn't miss any time. What kind of shot is this? It's like a four-month shot or however long that is? Yeah, I think it's like the the measles mump rubella deal. Pumping them full of, like horse steroids or something yeah, what's going in him hopefully it's steroids get that get his velocity no. back up no. No. <laughs> don't take steroids kids. joking of course um i gotta be honest until it's i saw a, this exact quote it's a placebo it's a flu shot <laughs> it's, no, it's just just the sugar pill but no going into this season i had or into this quote i had a lot of faith like you know what maybe jordan zimmerman can bounce back like I feel like with him, he either finally gets himself healthy and is Jordan Zimmerman again, or he continues down the same injury, you know, laden path, and we probably never see anything close to return on our investment. This this quote makes me really nervous that we have steered strongly in that second direction. I have about as much faith as Jordan Zimmerman coming back as I do about Jordan Swimmerman coming back. <laughs> which, let's be honest, he which, came back once. He so. came back once, so maybe there's a chance. But he's he's in the, the big fishing uh, fish pond, koi pond in the sky right now. So that's a deep reference right there, already for the first podcast of the year. 
Yeah, I would just throw out Gaswaldo Garcia. Um, wow. <laughs> references, and that's, that's pretty much the history of the show. Um, so anyway, yeah, very little in optimism for a bounce back, but he's going to yeah. have – He's going he's gonna to get some run out this spring, and we'll, we'll see what he's like. If you're getting injections to, like, block pain sensations, I don't know, even know what it does. Honestly, that it sounds, sounds terrible. I don't know. I could live with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want one everywhere. Just block out all, everything of life. We're probably going to want that in our eyes come mid-July. Okay, so. Are you ready for a new segment? I am. Let's move on to the new segment. You're, you're going to have to explain this one to me. Okay, I'll intro this, and it's a blatant ripoff of some other radio show that I heard. The thing it's is, called is the... if we don't have any crossover listeners, I'm pretty sure that like <laughs> frees us of any sort of. Oh yeah, know... I shouldn't have mentured it. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I came fine. up with this idea my, all on my own in the shower. Yeah, absolutely. In the shower, and uh, here's how it works. It's called the numbers, and what I'm going to do is give you a number. Okay. And you are allowed to make a guess, serious or non-serious, about what the number is in reference to or what the number means. Okay. Um, And then after you've had a brief opportunity to respond, I will explain what the number is. And then then can or cannot talk about it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, So we'll try. We'll see how this goes. All All right. So my first number is 56. 56. Mm-mm. No, this is not the age of Victor Martinez. No. <laughs> I, w- I was actually thinking along that those lines are. Can it be like per, per something predicted, like in, in sure. the future? Hey, well, predicted home anything. run total between home uh, between Miggy and Victor. No, that's a good guess though. Uh, Fifty-six is the number of years that our home jersey has faithfully <laughs> served us ever since what is it 1961 the tigers have had the same home jersey every year 56 years half a century plus you didn't change it and now we're changing it because i don't know 56 years it's gotta be some kind of record leave it what we should have done is wait for the rebuild to be over if it ever ends and then roll out this new one like you know you know new year new me that kind of deal yeah Yeah. so we get the pointy d on our chest and it's gonna have you know leave it the lingering taste in our mouth of a hundred loss team boo all right okay i like i kind of like this game all right what do you got you got one or not i do not have one Okay, we'll go with my second because one. Because, quite frankly, I still didn't understand how the game worked until pretty okay. much right this very second. All right, so <laughs> fair. It's great. It's, it's learning. Uh, my second number is 35. Oh, 35. I got one for this one. Just, Justin Verlander's jersey number. Uh, that is true, but not what I was after. <laughs> uh, 35 is the age in years of one Phil Cope, who is developing a knuckleball or is throwing a knuckleball who is catching the attention of some scouts. That's right. Philip Douglas Coke. Boom. He's coming back. My you first... know, and if he's throwing a knuckleball, you can be old. 45, he's got 10 years of knuckleballing ahead of him. My question is, is is he throwing the hard knuck like, like R.A. Dickey or is it just kind of a slow traditional one? Because I, I don't see Phil kind of doing anything slow doesn't it's magic whatever it is lefty knuckleballer can you imagine how many red bulls he had had at the time when he came up with that idea 
he had to be about six or seven Red Bulls in. So Tim Lincecum's got to be about the same age. He's in the gym pumping iron, getting skinny, you know, throwing hard. Phil's like, I'm going to throw a knuckleball. It's great. Have a... That Phil works hard too, but you got to work smarter. Got to work smarter. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Not harder. Sure. <laughs> All right. I, I like that game. We should feature that. I'll, I'll get in on the act for next week. All right, next time. All right, let's move on to your power rankings. Oh, here's another bit of excitement. Power rankings. I've done a lot of power rankings. I think I'm going to put power rankings on the shelf. No, I'm not kidding. I might take them back. Little little hiatus for the power rankings. That's the thing about a shelf, is if you put something on the shelf, you can still have access to that thing. It's the the very nature of a shelf. (laughs) Okay. The elf on a shelf, you know, whatever. That, elf on that's a, shelf. a different elf on this. That's a totally different thing. Let's never go back there again. So uh, for 2018, t- fun, bleh, 2018, I'm featuring a new feature called Beef of the Week. Beef <laughs> of the Week. This isn't a cut of cow. No. That was my initial thought. I, I have to be no, honest. It's not like a steak or something. This is beef-like uh, disagreement. Okay. Beef-like upsetness. And my beef of the week this week is tipping and tipping inflation. Let me tell you, tipping. What is it with tipping? Like tipping's like this uniquely American experience. And it's and it's bad. Like, does the server work for you? Are you do you have to pay this person? No. The server works for the restaurant. The days are long gone where the server is like under your employment. You're not in control of who you get. Right? It's true. Also, it's like there's this expectation that you tip, obviously. But like I feel in the last decade or so, it was like 10%. Now it's, you know, 12. It's And then you get these little recommendations, which is nice because they do the math for you. But they're like, <laughs> Your choices are 15, 18, or like 20%. 20% seems like a huge tip. Really? 20% now, seems standard. I, I think I, so. I suppose. You're... Now, in my heart, I always tip, and I always tip fairly generously. But, like, why do I need to take it upon myself to determine the financial standard of the person doing the serving and what is it related to the quality of the service for some people it definitely is for some people it definitely is but not me like all right unless you're just like 
awful, awful. You know, you're getting a standard, I don't know, like to like 18% or something like that. Seems fair. But you get out of America and you're in, um, you know, you're Europe or whatever. If other countries. In, other countries. It's all, it's all fine. There I don't are want other to, ones, yeah. I don't want to do math and like leave a tip. It's so stupid. Tipping's dumb. And here's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of times you'll see that you can see through the, the waiter or waitress's behavior. Like they're trying to butter you up for a tip. I don't want any of that extra interaction. Yeah. I will actually pay for less interaction between myself and who I'm with and you. Like I, that, that would go, you know, way further than you trying to be extra friendly with me. Do you feel like the tipping has led to the increase in the amount of kind of fancy fast service restaurants? I'm thinking of Panera, Chipotle, Five Guys. That's like nicer than fast food, but you can just get your food and you don't have a server and you don't have to tip. Yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like those type of restaurants just make a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, you get, yeah absolutely. You and I don't know tipping. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. And just pay the people a normal wage. It's some restaurant has got to eventually break the culture and just be like, no, everything's everything's included in your food. It's it's a little I mean, bit more expensive, but everything's taken just care. Just do it across the board. It would take away so much. Uh, and then you have the old people who tip. You know, not not to say that old people are cheap, but. You know the old people that are tipping five, eight, ten percent, and that's not that's not what the way. That's not fair to, to the servers to let let it leave it up to people's discretion. Exactly, it's not. We don't, right. Waiters work. Waiters and waitresses work hard. Tipping is dumb. I wish we could change the system. That's the beef of the week. Um, not a ton that I saw on the side of the road while running because, as you know, it's been uh, winter. Um, but I did run down in Florida quite a bit. Uh, I posted, you know, I saw some baseball players working out on the on the Rays backfields. Um, but I think it was my last run before we came back home. I saw on the side of the road the biggest snake I've ever seen in my entire life. Not behind glass, just chilling on in, essentially in the grass it had that like kind of camo look to it so it was yep. one of those deals that like I didn't exactly see what I saw until I was past it and I'm like oh balls that was a big snake needless like, to say could it eat a rabbit hole yes or oh, like absolutely. a dog hole you think uh, I don't I'm not sure about a dog I know their their jaws open up way bigger yeah. than you would maybe think. like a Bichon Frise maybe yeah a, a yappy you know? one something that pisses yeah. off yeah yeah, for sure. um, and so needless to say, I, I picked up my pace uh, for a while after that, and I crossed the road um, before I got back to the spot where I saw it. It was like an hour later, but I'm like, I don't want to take the chance that that thing is still there. So I feel like there's kind of an inverse proportion, like the bigger and fatter the snake, it's slower it can go. That's true. And then this skinnier, you know, but it's got less power, you know. So I feel like there's a magic spot where you don't want to mess with the snake. Those are the good snakes. It's the same thing with baseball players, really. I mean, there's that magic medium where you have a little power and, you know, you're not too slovenly where you can't, you know. Yeah, like Mikey. Yeah, he's the prototype. He's he's the he's the real snake shape. Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. 
All right, let's move on to Twitter questions. Um, we received a lot of questions this week. Oh, so many. Spring All train- this pent up. Yeah, spring training is long and boring. So if we didn't get to your question this week, fear not, we will in the coming weeks. There's there's plenty of time to get to all of the questions. We, if we don't get it and if, now. We- and if we don't get to the questions, we're going to be talking about who should win the seventh bullpen spot. So, you know. You know that that discussion will happen. <laughs> before we break camp we'll be nitpicking and every year i'll say the same thing it doesn't matter and you know what we'll talk about it anyway yeah as long as it's Blaine, i don't care feeling blaine would be great um if if you want to send us questions throughout the week i am at jordan hall 23 eric is at comeric eric and the show is at podcastianos and just a hint um you might want to send it to either Eric or I because we don't always check the show account. Our, our intern isn't on that one quite as much as we would like him to. Our interns are garbage this year. <laughs> All right, here we go. The first one from Nicholas Haller 3. Do you think uh, think Franklin Perez will be a late August, early September call-up this season? Hashtag the boys are back in town. Now, I'm curious. Are the boys in you know question here us or are those the Tigers? And what town are they in? Lakeland? Yeah, I feel like if we Lakeland's knew which kind town, of a mediocre town, we would know which you know which boys he was referring to. But anyway, you you should answer the question. Okay. Um you know, my gut reaction was, yeah, of course, I think he will be. But then I looked it up. The dude is still only twenty. The dude is twenty. Um, I think he'll probably get a cup of coffee late in the year just just to give tigers fans something throw them a, a bone yeah i feel like you've seen that a lot um in the past couple of years like the nats brought up victor reyes or not yeah victor the um victor robles got victor reyes on the mic. yeah not our, not our rule five guy no, i would much rather if if they had victor reyes and we had victor robles but that is not actually the case um speaking of do you see lewis brinson win in the the christian yelich deal so sadly, yeah. that dream has now has now died. He is a, a Marlin. I, I shed a, I shed a half a tear for you all. Yeah, the thing is, is give him three years, um, he'll be too good and have too big of an ego to to make it on the Marlins, and then we can trade for him then. Um, anyway, back to Franklin Perez. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he'll be up at some point. That seems to kind of be the trend um, amongst GMs, and I, and I think that Avila wouldn't necessarily He's, mind you know getting himself in a trend just any trend so yeah why not he's the same age as matt manning and i feel like matt matt manning is just like this little baby who we have he's he's perez the same age you know yeah 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 yeah. um he's he's juvenile far more developed and and mature in his his pitching style and all that than than manning but we're not the prospect uh experts okay next one um at uh, ALD Landia follow up not sure exactly to what but Alex Wilson starting pitcher question mark I think he can do it will he be a world beater I mean I I don't think so um, as far as his you know he's he's pitched kind of middle relief he's pitched late he can do about anything I think he'll be able to do this but is his stuff so electric that he'll be able to, you know, be like a two or three caliber starter? No, I don't think so. No. But could he be a useful piece? 
I, I wonder about his leg. Are you worried about his leg at all? He broke his leg. I don't worry about it, pretty much anything with Alex Wilson. Alex Wilson is a, is a tough dude. The thing is... He's pitched a lot of innings for us. Yeah, absolutely. And we've tried this. You may remember the last time we did something <laughs> like this. It didn't go... I do. It didn't go so well. But I, right now, him training to, you know, working out to be a starter, it doesn't hurt anybody. Except for me when yeah. I go to see, you know, a Tigers game and he's the one starting. But, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, he goes they back to the bullpen. Right no yep. harm done. The thing is, is you have right now Fulmer, uh, Norris, Boyd, Zimmerman, Mike Fires. Like, that is the five. There's nowhere, there's, there's nowhere to jump in unless there's an injury, which, you know, we have several injury risks. So... I don't see it. I would be surprised if he started more than a couple games this year, but yeah, why not? The, you'd hope the wheels don't come off for Norris. I mean, you could envision that scenario, but he's going to get every opportunity and then an extra one yeah, to succeed. In yeah, there's no reason not to. I mean, the, the yeah. talent is there. It's it's just all upstairs. I think so. All right, our, our buddy Jacob Skronik asks us, if Tigers players slash announcers slash personalities were Winter Olympians, which events would they compete in? Who would be the figure skaters? Uh, I think to me... It, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, I say, answered all the other I think a, I think Iglesias for sure would be a figure yeah, skater. Yeah, that's what I had to. It's not even a question. He's already got the white belts. Yeah, and, and not but, not a couple, not the, not the couples. He would be a solo... Um, figure skater if, if kinsler were still on the team maybe they would be you know the the pair together but he's got the the pirouettes you know he's turning his back to the the infield and spinning around and yeah yeah he's he's the guy yeah sure. um i could see i feel like norris in you know snowboarding something like that wouldn't be all that much of a stretch he surfs um yeah trying to think trying to think of what, what rod would be um, nothing, nothing immediately comes to mind. Something where you got to be strong, though. Country strong, yeah, yeah, and and chase chase Asians into the outfield. Um, speed skating? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Short track speed skating, <laughs> um, maybe. And I think the the main question is is what event would Johnny Kane do? Which I, I he, he could do any yeah. of them. Yeah, Pro- probably uh, your your alpine skiing. I feel like Johnny's probably pretty good on two blades. I'm glad we're 40 minutes into this year before Johnny Kane's name came up. <laughs> Johnny Kane is going to be a central figure of this campaign. I think oh, we all no. know that. Amazing. Um, at Jeremy underscore Troya, uh, the better of the Troyas, asks us, which upcoming prospect slash new free agent player will Rod Allen dub country strong this year? Um, who we currently have, I think the best candidate is probably Candel- Candelario. Yeah, I could see uh, Stewart coming up and maybe Stewart. getting that moniker. Yeah. All right, you want a deep sleeper? Yeah. Deep sleeper, Reynaldo Rivera. Ooh. He was our second round pick in this last draft. I'm, yeah. I mean, I think he is country strong. It's just going to be a matter of whether he ever makes it to the big league to earn earn yeah. such moniker. Yeah. That's, he's a deep sleeper. I'd yeah. like to see kind of a, a sarcastic uh, country strong for, for Victor Reyes because allegedly he has no extra base pop whatsoever. It's all right. Um, he's country. He's kind of suburban strong. Maybe some outlying, you know. Yeah, not, not city strong and not country strong. Somewhere, somewhere in the middle. 
It's kind of it's kind of suburban week. Sure. Uh, at Kerba one one two three asks us which player making at least six million do you anticipate having the best season? And he actually gives us the choices, which that's that Andy. Thank dynamite. you. Fires, Castellanos, Iglesias, Victor, Zimmerman, Miggy. Oh, best season for the money, worst season for the money. Oh, boy. You want to go? Yeah. You got? I'll take Fires for the money. Um, I don't know if oh, we discussed no. this on the on the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the last thing that my Fires needed is my endorsement. But, no, I, I like him. The thing is, is he's had great success in the big leagues. He's, he's, he's a wildly... Um, streaky pitcher like when he's on he's really good and you know when he when things go off the rails you know things can be pretty not great um he kind of reminds me of, of fister in that he he gets a lot of strikeouts without using a ton of velocity um you know fister everything was swing back you know stuff was moving side to side um fires is more you know change a change of speed uh when he hits spots you know he's good so mark this down. What February twelfth is the the date that I no. curse Mike Fires' existence with the Tigers. But that's who I'm going with. Okay, Mike Fires is my worst. Here's why. Okay, here we go. Are we ready for this? Sure. 2014, his ERA was two thirteen. Fifteen, three sixty nine. Nice. Then four forty eight. Then 522. The last four years has been progressively worse every year. That is true. But how many of those years has he worked with Chris Basio? Because let's be honest, he's going to fix everything. Everything. That's that's what I hear. That's what I hear. Two, three, four, five. To keep his pattern, this year's ERA will start with a six. To be fair, I would respect it if he kept with the pattern. I, I like a good pattern. <laughs> the OCD is kicking in here. So here's the deal. No matter what his ERA is, he's still going to make 35 starts for the Tigers. You just oh, need to deal with it. For sure. If if he's if his arm's attached, he's getting run out there. So, yeah. Um, he's going he's gonna to earn that $6 million regardless. Worst season for the Tigers. Um, I feel like it's a toss-up between Iggy, Victor, and Zimmerman. To be honest, I don't really see any of them having uh, good or decent or, you know. The thing is with Martinez and Zimmerman, you just worry about them getting hurt. You know, how much can they play? Yeah, and if they do play, they're yeah. – who knows anyway. For the best for me is Miguel Cabrera. Yeah, that is one of the bright spots on this year. We will see – one of the greatest hitters healthy. of all time yeah. playing for us. That is still the case. That's still good. Yeah. Um, two questions in a row from our buddy at Det- Detroit uh, underscore fan underscore in underscore DFW <laughs> Dallas Fort Worth. Um, in 2006, JV, Granderson, and Zumaya all came up together along with some veteran free agents and pushed the team to the World Series. The next time the Tigers make a playoff push, the player slash Z in the minors who will help them get there are... All right, I'll take Matt Manning. I'm hopeful for Matt Manning because he's just got – he's super toolsy. He's big athlete. You know, you can you can learn to pitch. You can't learn to be, you know, big. Big and athletic, yeah. And athletic. I'm hoping on him. The other guy I really like is Isaac ah, Paredes. I knew you were going there. Yep. 
because just because I'm infatuated with Isaac Paredes, because he's been so good at each level while he's been underaged. I mean, he's just he, wherever you stick him, he performs well, and he's playing with people a year or two older than him. And I think he's I think he could be the real deal. Yeah, I, I like him a lot too. Um, another another guy I like is um, Jose King. Came over in the in the JD deal. He's um, young though. He's he? extremely young. Yeah, I guess that's true. In the framework of this question, he might not. Eh, it could be wild forward yeah. making the playoffs <laughs> again. Oh yeah. Um, but I I do think that there's something there. Uh, you know, a lot of comparisons to Billy Hamilton. Which if we had a Billy Hamilton, that would be cool. Um, King is that fast, huh? He is. He is allegedly that fast. It sounds like he has a great arm. He's so young; it's going to take some time. Um, and I'm going to throw out, throw another one out there. I kind of think Gerber is going to be in the mix when we're good again. He's he's a guy. Gerber, that, come I, on, I, dude. He's like a hundred years old. He is a hundred years old. But it, I mean, this is this has clearly got to be one of the year. I mean, you know, the year whether he either sticks or or goes. But kind of in a Tyler Collins way, like you know, not really playing every day, but contributing here well bad comparison maybe if not you think gerber day, can be collins you got my complete support he can be tyler. it doesn't take much to be tyler collins that's what i'm saying if you think he's gonna be tyler collins i wholeheartedly endorse that thought yeah i think i think he could be better than tyler collins i think he could keep his wow. keep wow. his hands under better control too <laughs> That's a hot take. All right. Uh, his other question. <laughs> if Rod Allen, Gibby, Jack Morris, and, and Simo aren't available, who would be the the ex-Tiger most entertaining to go with Mario? Uh, his choices are Zumaya, Phil Coke, and Jabba Chamberlain. And then he says, why do I keep thinking of relief pitchers? Phil's going to be pitching for the next 10 years. Yeah, so he's, he's unavailable. Really spoken for. Yeah. Uh, I came up with a couple guys. Uh, one guy I'd like to see is Placido Polanco. I always liked him. He'd given um, kind of a, a perspective of a Latin American guy. Yeah, he's got a nice smile. I always like Placido Polanco. Whenever he's interviewed, I'm, I'm paying attention. Um, Rajay Davis. Ooh, that's a good one too. And I think there's a super obvious one. Does, does he and point it's not, at everything? It's not Tory Hunter either. <laughs> uh, Curtis Granderson. Oh, that is that is super obvious, yeah. He's charming. He looks like that guy from Psych. I mean, <laughs> he does. got movie star looks already. It's fine. I think that's more TV star looks, but neither, cool. neither here nor there. Um, so, <laughs> like Johnny King, he's got in the movie TV daytime TV. Johnny's a good looking dude. Let's, let's Day, kid First of all, obviously Johnny would be the next to get this gig, but he is not Tiger's. Uh, he's not an ex-Tiger player yet so um my first thought was was romine i think romine um probably could i mean he, he can do anything we've seen that um i think it'd be really interesting to hear carlos guillen on the mic uh i don't really remember him talking except for having both lips just completely full of dip which i think would make for a really yep. interesting broadcast at least once or twice um and i can't believe you didn't bring this up but lupu get lupu on the mic <laughs> Or don't you just get a basset hound? <laughs> that would be an experience. Do, just like look into the camera and just be like, kind of pout. <laughs> have you ever heard Luke McConan talk? I don't know. Probably. No, no sure nobody, nobody, nobody has. Nobody's <laughs> ever heard him talk. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> There's exactly one person, maybe two people in this world who have an infatuation with Luke McConan. I know at least one of them. 
it's me and maybe if he's got a girlfriend or something <laughs> or his mom his mom probably doesn't bring him up as much as i do that that seems no. fair i'm an odd person all right two more uh the at the la, that lenosian did yeah. not read that one right all right. Uh, what's with Kevin Rand's crazy Coke bottle glasses? Do they have an MRI built in or something? He's got he's got solid glasses. He's got a solid facial hair. He's a solid man who does solid athletic training. Yeah. What do you what do you he, want? He's, he's got his style. We all have our styles. You go to the doctor and you want some you know super trendy guy. No, you want somebody who who looks like they. They walked out of a Trans Am this morning. And I for sure want a doctor with glasses. Let's be honest. I, I, they have to have glasses. That's true. <laughs> Leave uh, Kevin Rand alone. His look is fine. And I can neither confirm nor deny the MRI machine built into the glasses. I feel like that's a toss-up. Well, you know, um, trainers sometimes get um, – because they're always in the dugout, right? And they, they're doing nothing. So their responsibilities are getting milestone balls mm-hmm. and stashing them away and maybe helping your team cheat. <laughs> you know, you got the Apple Watch. That's what he's doing with his glasses. Maybe they're, you know, uh, those are like the Google Glass. Oh, you know, he's getting yeah. signs in, relaying. We've uncovered. Yeah. We should, we should get him to plan this show games. for us. He, he can run the, the Podcastiano's Twitter account. He ain't got nothing better to do. Right. Um, and the last one is from Tigers uh, JUK, our buddy Jed from across the pond. He asks, uh, "What's the effing point?" Cheers, guys. And he is from across the pond, so he didn't use effing. Um, do you think he means with the Tigers, or just means like with life? Uh, British <laughs> British humor. I think it could could very well be both. It's a very existential question, yeah. really. It's a good no, question. come on. It's a- be happy about life. What else do you have in your life that's like everything else is so good, like the Tigers aren't good enough for you now? Yeah, plus he's a Liverpool supporter. It's not even like he's he's enjoying his soccer. That's a dig. Oh, did, did you – Did we, shall we talk about some Premier League soccer before this podcast is over, we friend? We should. Why don't we talk about the first uh, United-Newcastle uh, matchup, and then we can get on to the one from this past weekend. Let's skip right to the second one. I will say, I don't know how you guys were in the bottom three with the defense. I mean, this is we've reached the point where nobody cares about this at all. Just just you and I. I don't know how you guys were doing so poorly when you have guys that played, you defended that well. And John Joe Shelby, put him in the England midfield for the World Cup. That dude was the best midfielder in the world on Sunday. Shelby, man. When he, when he wants to, he can be good. Yeah. He doesn't want to a lot. How about our new um, our new goalie? Yeah, that dude can play. Where did he come from? Who's his stud? Uh, Sparta, um, Czech Republic. Sparta Prague. Sparta Prague. That's yeah. the that's the place. That is the place. Dubrovka. That's his name. Yeah, he's good. No, you guys you guys played extremely well. Um, we're still trying to figure out the whole Alexis Sanchez thing, and to be honest, we're still trying to figure out the whole Jose Mourinho thing. Um, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna finish second or third or fourth. Like it's not really he that big of a deal. We're yeah. not we're not catching City. They're they're good. They're but. so good. Yeah, they're so good that I actually don't even mind how how much they're killing everybody. They're just like yeah, they're they're that good. That's what that's what they're gonna do. 
That was a super satisfying game for me to watch, though, Hall. Yeah, I bet. Gotta tell you. I, I was... I was angry but happy for you. We needed it more than you needed it. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. Very true. Definitely true. All right, enough, enough soccer, um, and probably enough of everything uh, for this week. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Twitter. I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and uh, you can get Kevin Rand at podcast podcastianos on Instagram. I am at Jordino four. Facebook dot com backslash podcastianos. And once again, we'd love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And like I said in the beginning, if you're going to leave us a review, take a screenshot, send it to us, and we can share the joy. We can, I'll, I won't retweet it, but, but Kevin Rand will retweet that for you. So, so definitely tag him in it. Anything else to say to the people before we get out of here for the week? It's good to be back. Looking forward to spring. Listen to some birds chirp. It'll be great. Yeah. And I, for the for the most part, from here on out, we'll kind of just go weekly. You can expect us usually either, uh, you know. Weekly Sunday. means every week, not like we're, we're weak. It's like weekly. Yes, that definitely needed to be clarified. <laughs> I, I appreciate that one. Maybe we will be weekly. Yeah, I mean, weekly. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I can, I can promise nothing. I think we're all going to be pretty weekly by the time August hits. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said all the goodbye stuff. Um, with that being said, we will catch you guys next week and eat them up, tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 